Welcome everybody, World Football Talk coming back at it again, your host Ryan DiLorenzo, back with me for another time, beloved guest, Quentin Volpe, how are you? Good, good, happy to be back, it's been too long. Hell yeah man, cheers, cheers to that, cheers, we're drinking some uh, Theo Wolcott special release Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, it's not Theo Wolcott, well Theo Wolcott, it's just Wolcott, but... You know, it's close enough. Close enough. Fits the description of the pod. Yeah, fits the script. <sighs> it's pretty good. It's not bad. Not as good as mixtures, but pretty yummy. Yeah, you know, I'm, I've never really been a bourbon guy. This is only the only time I drink it is when I'm on the pod. So hey, listen, it's all about you know, open up the mind, the taste buds, getting you used to something like this. Right. Right. You know, loose- maybe maybe I'll enjoy it one day. We'll see. Yeah, well, you you like you'll drink um, the occasional Jameson. Yeah, yeah, typically with my dad. Um, but if I'm out, I used to. There was a little phase that I liked uh, Manhattans, mm. but I blacked out <clears throat> at my uh, <laughs> grandmother's uh, wake. So after her after her funeral mass, I mean. But that was her drink of choice. That was her drink of choice. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, I haven't drank since then. Yeah, <laughs> drank go. those since then. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good one to. Uh, it's a good one to drink in in remembrance of 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 Grammy. Yeah, know? yeah, it was fun. It was. I didn't black out. I just fell asleep. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, it's different. probably better to fall, fall asleep, asleep than. Yeah. You know, wake up and not remember what you said or did or. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I think it was a blessing that you fell asleep. Probably. The Manhattans did a good job. But uh, well, I mean, it was great. You you watched how many games did you watch this weekend? Did you uh, catch up? But well, you saw the endings, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw the highlights. Um, I watched most of the Dortmund game, except actually, no, I guess I skipped out on most of the Dortmund game. I watched the first twenty and the last thirty. Yeah. Um, but the Chelsea, I watched a little bit. But every time I watched them this season, it was just nap time for me. So <laughs> I didn't wanna. Yeah. actually watch but uh no last day didn't really have too much hype for me once uh city won it what yeah two match weeks ago already now that's how i felt too i mean i felt the only games i was like interested in were it was uh everton burnmouth and yeah. that was for everton to stay up in the premier league mm-hmm. they wound up winning a goal from um decore in like the first half end of the first half puts one away and they stay up all they had to do was win and I think Son Jaich, man, he really, there's like a weird stat. When he entered as Everton's coach, they were in 18th place. And he brought them all the way up to 16th or um, 17th place. Which, for a manager to come in when a team is sinking in relegation zone, for them to come in and take them even out of rele- relegation zone, even... Two spots ahead now, we're talking, never happens in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, job well done to him to to get that done. I mean, they needed it. They needed that. Yeah, I mean, that's what he, he was brought in to keep them up. He kept them up. I think he would have thought it would have been job done by the last day of the season. Yeah. Uh, just based off his success with the lesser, lesser talented Burnley team in the Prem. Um, but... I guess he'd be happy to get the job done. I'm surprised Sam Allardyce didn't 
yeah. uh, with Leeds. But, you know, it was one or the other when it came to the final day. And I thought Sean Dyke was going to have them uh, maybe closer to 15-14 by the end of the season. So I'm surprised that it was a battle like that. Yeah. I mean, and we're talking about a team, Everton, since their promotion, I think it was like 56 years ago. Yeah. They've never been relegated out of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So... Would have been crazy scenes. Would have been historic ending for their season. But we see Leicester and Leeds uh, join Southampton as the two as the three relegated teams. And uh, Leicester ending with a good end of the season win, a nice two two one win. Um, who they who they beat? Um, I want to say it was um, West Ham. Against a decent West Ham squad. I'm surprised with Leicester. They have a star-studded team. They've spent a lot of money in the uh, in recent years. Um, and obviously them being Premier League champions just 10 years ago. I know. That's a wild thought. But, yeah, yeah that's the team that surprises me most because they have so many players that are sought after from other Premier League clubs. Yeah, I mean... Has that even ever happened that a team that's won the title been relegated? Maybe like Blackburn Rovers back in the right, day. Yeah, probably. But still, crazy. And, and you know, James Madison. This is a guy that he's a focal talking point around this team. Probably one of their most informed players. Um, is he going to go? And if he goes, you know, who... Who's the, who's left? Uh, uh, Tillemans, Yuri Tillemans is out of contract this year, so he's gone. He'll, he'll probably leave somewhere for a transfer unless they can convince him to stay. But Harvey Barnes is still there, I guess. Um, they so. have some big names like uh, Mendy in the middle. Um, I mean, I think Ian Nacho would be a great championship-level striker. Yeah. So I think it makes sense for him to stay. Hopefully Vardy stays. I don't know what his contract situation looks like. I don't think he would go to a Prem team, but I hope he just continues to play for Leicester. Yeah, we'll see how much time he has left in mm-hmm. his career because it's definitely getting there. Yeah. He definitely showed his capability of withstanding a uh, Premier League season this year. Didn't mm-hmm. really play a lot of minutes, kind of. He did have a g- good run of form for a couple weeks. He was yep. scoring two goals a game, a goal, maybe would have an assist, but coming on late as well, not even mm-hmm. starting and still getting a, a brace for the for the match day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so tough for them to go, tough for Leeds to go. Um, you know, Leeds fought very hard to get in the Premier League. We're only in the Premier League for what, maybe three, four years, something like that. And uh, Southampton, 11 years in the Premier League. Southampton was always a team that when we would do our, you know, in, in college, we would pick what teams we thought were going to go down. Uh, I always had Southampton going down. And this year I thought they were going to do decent. I think they had a good season last season before this one. And uh, yeah, it, it took me by surprise to see them struggle so much. They they did hold some tightly contested games. They just I mean, I'm pretty sure they beat Chelsea. Wins. Yeah, they did <laughs> beat know, Chelsea, so. yeah. They tied Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, good games, good performances, just not enough. Yeah. Well, for the three teams that are coming up, so, I mean, we watched over the weekend, 
on Saturday. Coventry City take on Luton Town at Wembley for the EFL Championship Playoff Final. Luton Town wounds up winning that game in PKs due to a missed penalty kick by Coventry City. So now Luton Town are in the Premier League. Within nine years, they went from the National League all the way to the Premier League. Within nine years. Yeah, we're going to have the first player to ever play for the same club in each recognized division of English football, which is a wild stat. Insane. And that Absolutely guy is insane. a legend. Absolute legend for yeah. just either sticking with them or being able to um, keep himself valued enough to stay at the club for that long yeah. and being that committed to one club. Incredible. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. We're talking about a stadium currently that only fits 10,000 people. Yeah, they have to spend a lot of money. Yeah, they have to spend like $10 million. To bring it up to standards. To EPL standards, which no one thinks that it's going to be done by How do you get that done by August? I don't know. And I saw even it looks like their entrances are like in the middle of apartment buildings. It is, yeah. That is wild. Dude, it's wicked. The, the atmosphere is going to be electric. The Hatters, I bold prediction, I have them staying in the Premier League next year. Let's love it. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it'd be a great story. Why not just continue the fairy tale that they're on? Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to win some really, really big potential games at their at their home stadium. Because not a lot of teams are going to be able to go there and like play their, it's a smaller field. It's one of the smallest fields right now in the Premier League. And it's like so tight with the fans on you. It's not like this glorified stadium where you know okay the fans are all the way out there they're gonna be literally you know standing like above them on a corner kick you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's gonna be nuts yeah it's got like a a real city feel to it um you know it's just a part of the city yeah it's not like its own thing yeah yeah it's gonna be nuts uh burnley coming in vincent company He's going to have to play his old squad twice. I think, At least. Yeah. I think Burnley has a... They're going to have a fun time in the Premier League. I think they're going to be really dangerous. He did really, really well. Yeah. Company with the squad. So, I thought there was rumors of him potentially heading out. Yeah. So I saw him linked with Chelsea when they were looking for a new manager. Um, But, yeah, it'll, it'll be cool to see what he can do. I mean, I never liked him as a player. Um. Thought he was overrated, but uh, he's got one of the greatest exits to uh, um, retiring from your club or whatever you want to say, leaving your club when he scored that title clinching screamer. Yeah, against Leicester? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, what a hit. Yeah, Kun Aguero was like, don't shoot! No, Vinny, no! No, Vinny, no! <laughs> but yeah, Bang! I mean, he's a legend in his, uh, in his own sense for sure. Yeah. And... I, He's got to have some sort of most success rate as a manager in the in the championship as well. Oh yeah, they um, I think they maybe they were a point away, or maybe they did break it. I mean, they might have broke the the most points in uh, the championship this year. Right. Yeah, I know they had a crazy good season. Yeah, I have them. I'm actually gonna <clears throat> even bolder prediction than Luton. Top six finish. 
I think it's going to be their first year back into the Premier League, and they're going to finish in European qualification. I like the optimism around the rising clubs, for sure. I Dude, I think it's just going to be something that is going to happen within like the next couple years. Like, back when we were kind of younger watching these younger clubs come in and play, they never really stood a chance. Like, Huddlesfield sometimes would have a good team. You know, West Bromwich would have a good team, Swansea. But it was never anything that, like, all right, they're staying in the Premier League, they're going to compete. But well, now- it's probably just a cycle that we weren't a part of yet. We didn't see it. Like, True. people 20 years older than us probably feel the same way about, uh, I don't know, who used to be in the Prem all the time and now isn't, like, like Blackpool. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Yeah. Uh, Leeds, you know. Yeah. But, like, you look at these teams, for example, like Brentford, Brighton, Ashton Villa. I mean, I guess you could throw in West Ham. They were, like, recently in championship a couple years ago. Um, they probably should have had a better season than they did this year. Newcastle was relegated within Newcastle, the last 10 years. Yeah, Newcastle, another one. These teams are just coming up, back from the championship, and they are causing a ruckus in the Premier League. When you used to think of top six, what what did you used to think of? Well, it was always just the top four for me growing up. Chelsea, Arsenal... Man U and um, Man City. Yeah. Oh no, Liverpool. Well, Liverpool and then at the time. City was like came out of nowhere. Yep. Um, instantly made a top six with Tottenham kind of becoming more consistent in my mind. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my original big six would be Chelsea, City, uh, United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham. Yeah. For sure. And now I feel like you can throw in Newcastle, Br- Brighton, Ashton Villa. Not after one season, I wouldn't Brighton. I, I mean, they're not the Premier League big sixteen, dude. I mean, they have, they finished top six, yes, but what the way they play it is some of the most impressive tactical football that I watch. Yeah, well, it comes to Deserby, dude. He's a genius, and he's getting the recognition for it as well from you know the likes of Pep Guardiola and all the pundits and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not a top six club. He might be a top six manager. True. But, that, I mean, I am i can't wait for next year, obviously, um, to just to see how it all plays out. But, dude, you look at the skill level on the pitch for Brighton. Dude, if McAllister stays, they still have McAllister. If, um, He's gone. He already said his farewells. Yeah, I mean. But they're picking up Mo Dahoud from Dortmund. It's a good pickup. It's a great pickup. Similar player. Yeah. Not as good, not as proven, but I mean they, they would have to they're gonna sell um McAllister too. It's not like mm-hmm. they're he they're letting him leave free of transfer. They're gonna sell him. They're gonna probably buy some really good players with that money. I'd hope so. Cons- uh Casido too. Casero, yeah. Casero, they might sell him. Hopefully the left back stays as Stupinion. Oh, dude, beast. He's a beast. Dude, him, Colwell, Lewis Dunk. Amazing back line. I think Colwell is a Chelsea player. I think he was on loan. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's one Brighton center back. I don't know where I put my phone. But there is a Brighton center back on loan from Chelsea. He has, Colwell has like some of the highest, um, yeah, he is on loan. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's supposed to go back on loan this year. Oh, it was a two-year loan? Yeah. Well, hopefully well, Chelsea. It was, it was just, just a, this season loan. 
Oh, so he's going to go back to Chelsea. Yeah. Okay, good. We fucking need him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's getting tough over there. Louis Dunk's a beast, though, to, yeah. to your point. He has the best pass success rate in the Prem or the yeah. most passes in the Prem. One or the other. It's not both because I know John Stones has the other one. Yeah, uh, Kanji has a high passing rate, too. Um, I forgot who they said has the highest passing. I was just reading it. But it was, I, it's either Stones or uh, Dunk. Yeah, I know Dunk's up there. I know, I know for Fabian sure. Fabian Shar is probably up there from Newcastle. Yeah. I think uh, Ruben Diaz has a lot, too. Any city center back's going to yeah. have a shit ton, for sure. Ooh, crazy stat. David Raya. David Raya. Mm-hmm. He has the most connections with the forward in the Premier League. Out of any keeper or any player? Any keeper to forward. So, nice. like, from him to uh, Ivan Tony, most um, completed passes throughout the Premier League. Crazy stat. Yeah, it's a good one to have for a keeper for sure. David Rea, bro. He is he's supposed to leave this offseason, which is going to be tough for them, especially, you know, Ivan Tony going to basically be suspended the whole season. Maybe they downgraded a little bit. He did plead guilty on a lot of things, which I I feel like courts will favor towards towards like long-term suspensions. But if he's suspended half the season, even if more, they're going to have a tough time, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brentford are going to have a really, really tr- troubling season, I think. He was diagnosed with a gambling addiction, and I wonder if they allow that to kind of reduce his sentence. Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably have to like go to like therapy or something. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Yeah. But, I mean, he bet against himself 13 <laughs> times. Yeah. Scumbag. I we every podcast we we're always, about it. yeah we're always like what was he betting what was he betting we we're like there's no way he was betting on himself to lose we definitely said there was no way he was betting against himself yeah. and he, <laughs> it came out like uh, like yeah. 19 games <laughs> he bet for Brentford to lose what a dick man I it's not right yeah he did bet on himself you, to you score never uh, some games which is yeah, that's cool that's baller that is you cool. would have never guessed I mean. You could have just said he was having an off game. Meanwhile, he might not have been yeah. like, oh, you know what? My bank account's running a little dry. You know. He only bet on them to lose games he wasn't playing, which I think is also fucking smart as shit. Yeah. That but way, it's like, I couldn't throw the game. How could you be his teammate that no, way? I'd be so, like, dude, so what tough. the fuck? Bro. Whatever. I just got paid, you know, $10,000 this week. I'm trying to flip it to a, to 20 k Like, come on. You guys aren't going to beat them. I know it. Yeah, no, nah, it's tough. It's a good, not a good look. Nah. Um, Sheffield also coming into the Prem. I don't really have high hopes for the, the Blades. Um, I hope they prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think the Blades are going to be one of the teams that get relegated. Um, it's between them. I think... Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know the other teams that might get relegated. I can't get into that thought process yet. It's too far away. Um, I think Everton are going to struggle again. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. I hope Sean Dyche can have like a full off season with the team and like implement his strategic, you know, formations and tactics. If they let him get a couple players that he likes, there could be a chance. Yeah. But uh. Tim Howard after the game was like, uh, no, 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 who was it? 
Jordan Pickford was doing an interview after the game, and they were like, is this like a, a revival for the club? Like, are you guys... He was like, no, we still have a lot of things we need to work on. Like, So, I mean, at least he's being realistic about it, and maybe that'll be a little beneficial if they could all take that approach. But <clears throat> yeah, if, if your captain is saying that... I feel like that's a also... Look, yeah, it's also like wakes up the rest of the team, just saying that, like, yeah, listen... We stayed alive, but... Yeah. Maybe, like, a little bit, like, we got lucky. Yeah. Set the expectations low, and then overcome the expectation type right. situation. But, I mean, end of the season, you know, City win, obviously. Arsenal bottle it. Dude, the most ever games in first place. Most ever games in first place. Holding consecutively. You know who I'm going to mention. Who? Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said we that did, one did, on the yeah. pod, too. I'm gonna as try. soon as they signed him, I hope Jorginho was Arsenal's <laughs> downfall. I was sitting right here. And I feel bad a little bit, but I'm not surprised. Like, Jorginho, that's, that's who you go for to kind of reinforce your squad? Yeah. That guy never once impressed me in a Chelsea jersey. Not once. No. Nah. Like, he has good passing and stuff, but just not the clinical factor that you need in the midfield. And no. the fact that they were no starting him. Maker. Yeah. You're starting him instead of Partey. Mm-hmm. Partey was having a great season. I, that messed him up psychologically. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he, he not that he picked up injuries because of it, but maybe at that time in the game, he's not playing with all of his... You know, emotion. Emotion, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's out of it a little bit or something. And then you pick up an injury. Even in training, you know, you're not, you know, you're thinking about things and Yeah. But Bottlers. Bottlers, man. 90, 93 or ninety seven percent of the season they were in first and they drop it. Feel bad. Crazy. They do have Champions League, but still not enough to me. No. And it's not like dude, Arsenal are they do this a lot. Like I was looking up history of Arsenal and how many times they've there was another season I forget what year it was but they were in first place for like 60% of the season probably when Alexis Sanchez was there yeah with Mesut Ozil and then they probably finished fourth they did finish fourth right, yeah, yeah. fourth and all yeah. <laughs> that's that was a that was the they classic. always yeah. finished fourth I mean yeah, yeah. Dude. crazy man how do you oh, how do you support a team like that it's tough <laughs> So tough. Uh, United take third, which, you know, I have my opinions on Ten Hag. I don't want to give him all the uh, glorification yet. I want to kind of keep it on the back burner till we win something. Right. A Carabao Cup's not enough. Uh, Even if we win this FA Cup game against City, not enough for me. Um, I feel like we need a Premier League season title. Being a United fan, obviously every fan thinks they should win the Premier League, but... What uh, finished third? Would you rather them have had the season they had or had Arsenal season? <laughs> I guess it? the season they had, um, United had. Maybe, I, I guess, but it, is United still dropping those points? Are they still finishing second against City? Yeah, I'm saying would you, if if you the were exact same if you could choose the exact season Arsenal had or the exact season Man U had United also be, if we beat City in the FA Cup it it will it will be a little easier to 
you know, lick the wounds. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a great first season for Ten Hag. Yeah. And but when, he, do, he does have uh, the opportunity to prove himself further. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it should be interesting. I think there are currently plus 900 odds United to win the league next year. And I'm kind of in love with it. And I think if they make some good signings, if they get a good forward, you know, I don't think Kane's going to come. I don't think Kane's leaving Tottenham. I don't think he's going to leave for another Prem team. I think he'll... If, like, Real wanted him. I think it'll be Madrid or PSG. Yeah. But if they could get, like, Osimon, you have to spend a lot of money. Like, probably, like, 140, 140 mil. But they're getting that kid... Um, Kim, Kim from Napoli, one of the Center defenders. Back, yeah. yeah. So I think they're going to have a great season. Maybe a midfielder. Maybe if they get McAllister in there. I know he's like pretty hot and rumored to go to Liverpool. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much going to happen. But if they could get in there, steal him. I mean, there's a... I'm not... I mean, McAllister would be a good signing, but I think they could probably find somebody better. Might cost a little more or... Maybe it won't, because you could get somebody from not in the Prem. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but Newcastle finished fourth. They have Champions League next year, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's the team who need to take advantage of this transfer window. Yeah. I think uh, the oil money jokes have kind of winded down a little bit, uh, because they were taking a lot of heat. I remember the owner or the coach of Newcastle saying that there was a quote-unquote tune tax um being that they were Newcastle teams were overcharging them for players because of the takeover yeah um but hopefully they could get some good signings and continue playing some good footy because they were they were fun to watch yeah man they were a lot of um they were a lot of fun to watch Alexandra Isaac's assist against I forgot who it was against but it was absolutely filthy he won uh best assist of the year as he should, yeah. It was yeah. like a, a solo goal, but yeah, that was just wild. That was, that it was, was some Benzema shit. What was that? Ice Cube? I think it was your Ice Cube, yeah. Ice Cube exploded? <laughs> That's not good. And, uh, you know, the other teams that made Europe, uh, Liverpool make Europe. They go to Europa League, which is good for everyone, except for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm very happy with that. Uh, Brighton, I mean, Brentf- yeah, Brighton, Ashton Villa, Tottenham Miss. It was crazy, man. It was a beautiful season. I, I really, there were some really good games. I still remember to this day, you and Daria came over. We were watching the end of the Tottenham-Leicester game. And I bet Son, Son to score a hat-trick. And he comes in, like, 60th minute, scores a a hat-trick in 30 minutes. Yeah, it was sick. I remember that. It was... That was like a 70-degree December day, and now it's a 70-degree May 30th. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking same weather. Yeah. It was uh, It was a beautiful season. I wouldn't <clears throat> take anything away. Um, some really good games. And uh, can't wait for next season, man. I'm like, very excited. It's always next season, next season with the Prem. Yeah. It's a nut... I don't know with the last time I wasn't super excited for the next season to start. You know, like, I just can't wait to see what transfers happen. Yeah. You know, 
feel like there's just a little bit of a... It's different. It's different to see how clubs uh, attack the transfer market and how clubs play, you know. Yeah. Like Chelsea, if they have the transfer market they just had in January over the summer, and where if they do it again, I mean, what's there not to be excited about? Yeah. But, you know, like Newcastle, it would be sick to see. It's just cool to see high-profile guys um, move to different teams and attack different challenges. Yeah. See the, see how different guys do in different leagues. That's cool too. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting. I, I I don't know what to expect yet. I definitely have to do a little more research. Or just waiting. Or just wait. I I like. I'm gonna. What we should do is uh, we'll do a one through twenty list. Okay. And we'll do like a value system off that, and uh, obviously we'll do. We'll stick more to the the um, game decisions, like uh, guessing, prediction games. Mm-hmm. We'll do a better point system of that, too. We'll literally start from week one, and, dude, we got to get a fantasy, another fantasy league going. Uh, for all those who weren't part of it this year, Quinton Volpe, the winner of the last-minute league, and he only won by the skin of his teeth. It was very tight to what, the what, end. What was the tiebreaker? Or it was one point? You beat me. So you ended up with 66 points. I had 65. And then you beat Kinsley 33 to 32. So all, all he right, needed on was... On the last day of the season. Yeah. So if he drew, if you guys drew 33-33, I would have went ahead by two points. Or a point. I, I don't know which one it would have been. <laughs> but. Yeah, two points you would have won by, but... Uh, it is wild to think of. That was one of the top. I've not. Ne- I played fantasy Premier League now four years, I believe. Um, first three years, the winner was decided by like match week thirty. You knew who was gonna win, as long as they didn't lose every game and like second place won every game. Yeah, so it's, it's good to see it come down to the wire. Yeah, I got lucky. I just had a good draft because I really didn't watch that. I didn't pay attention to that at all. Yeah. You did have yeah. You had some ballers. I think you had Kieran Trippier. Mm-hmm. You had you had some good players that you stole from me in the draft. Right. Yeah. Definitely stole them from you. I didn't just pick them first. Well, that's a steal. You stole my pick. I wanted him. If Mitrovic didn't get an eight-game suspension, that would have been a yeah. That would have been a game changer too. Yeah. I think. And yo, so I drafted him, Joao Cancelo, who was an absolute beast. And, and he, he has to get yeah he has to get loaned out. I drafted Reese James, who just had a terrible season. Well, injury played. Well, I mean, what did he get to play in thirteen prem games, fourteen yeah. prem games? But still, like if he's healthy, like and Chelsea are doing well, decent. Yeah, I mean I had Chelsea players on my team. Yeah, I dropped most of my Chelsea players. He was like the only one I kept until like week, maybe like twenty nine or twenty eight. Um. And then I kept Phil Foden instead of Jack Realish because I was like, ah, oh, Phil Foden's such a better player. And Jack Grealish just went off for like eight weeks in a row between goals and assists. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's so unpredictable as much as we want to, you know, think about or go based off how players have done. It's just impossible to predict how they'll do yeah. The following year. 
dude, uh, Tuani Tuau Awani, um, forward for Nottingham Forest, Nigerian forward, beast, bro. Oh, Niwi. He would. He's he's from Liverpool, and I, uh, I used to play uh, as Liverpool in uh, career mode, and he was a young young rising star. And yeah, it's good to see him do uh, do well at Nottingham Forest in the Prem. I don't care where he is. Yeah. He's a freak. He's like built like a linebacker. Dude, he's and he wins like every header. Yeah. Known to man. Against Thiago Silva, against fucking Varane. It doesn't matter who you're going up against. Yeah. But absolute beast. But that's pretty much your Premier League in a nutshell. I mean, we missed out on a little couple things, but Yeah, Chelsea had a shit season. That's all we need to really say. Yeah. It was you couldn't believe it. Every week it just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah, right? There was no rise. <laughs> no rise. It was just all a slow <laughs> downfall. Yeah. Good news, bad game. Good news, worst game. Yeah. You know, it just kept getting worse. It was just no one could get on the same page. And, uh, you know, they bring in some class players. You know, they bring in Raheem Sterling. Um, they bring in Joao Felix. Enzo Fernandez. And, yeah, Enzo Fernandez. High profile. High profile players who, with time, with time, I think a lot of they these players will come together and form a, maybe not a dynasty, maybe not a Pep dynasty team or a Sir Alex Ferguson dynasty team. Right. But... I think they're going to get a Premier League. This is what Chelsea does. Chelsea will win a Premier League. The year they won the Premier League with Jose Mourinho, they finished like 12th place the next following season. 8th place. Yeah, that's when they had the battle. That's when Leicester won it. Yeah. Um, but then again, Antonio Conte comes in, wins the league, yep. and then he finishes mid-table. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a, that's how they do. Yeah. Um, well, Champions League here and there yeah. from, a, from an interim manager. And then, uh, yeah. At least when Abramovich was there. Now, you know, with Todd Bowley and yeah. the L.A. Dodgers and the Los Angeles Galaxies. I mean, does he own the Galaxies? Nah, I don't know. He does. He owns another professional sports team, but I don't know who it is. I think it's the Dodgers and, oh, maybe it's the Lakers. Nah, Clippers. Oh, it's the Clippers. I think. I don't know. The guy owns everything. Yeah, he's a rich man. He's a rich man. He does. I don't think he knows much about the sport, the beautiful sport. But, you know, money talks sometimes, you know. Money can get you places sometimes. But uh, other than the Prem, I mean, we saw the end of the Bundesliga. Uh, We saw Dortmund on the last day just absolutely bottle the the Bundesliga title. And, uh, you know, it's just, it was tough to see. Uh... You know, they go down 2-0. Uh, Sebastian Hala, Hilaire misses a PK to make it a, a 1-1 game at the time. Then they let up their second goal. Now it's 2-0. They sub in uh, Gio. Um, uh, Royce for Adeyemi. Yeah, Adeyemi got hurt. They sub in Royce. They sub in uh, Gio. They sub in... Makoko, who came close a couple times. Yeah, and... It looked like it was possible at one point. It looked like they were they had they had twenty six total shots, ten on target, and and uh, Mons had ten shots, four on target. So this goalie just eight saves. Yeah, he had a good game. He had a good game, man. And 
you know, you think being at home at the, um, what's their stadium? Um, uh, Westfall Stadion or Signal Aduna Park. Signal Aduna Park. You would just think, you know, it's it's a fortress. But they let them walk in. They wound up 2-2 two, two, two draw, but it's just not enough. But then also not enough credit given to uh, Jamal Musiala with a incredible 89th minute goal. And it was just peach of a finish. Curls it beautifully on the ground right past the... Um, who are they playing? Um, oh, Cole. Cole? Yeah. So, Colon actually tied the game 1-1 in the 81st minute. They get awarded a PK for a handball on Bayern Munich in the box. They're going nuts. Colon's going nuts. Colon's home. There's a Colon fan in Dortmund. Yeah. They're all, like, hugging him. They're all celebrating. And then Jamal Musiala just puts the game to rest, puts the... Title. The title to the rest, and uh, they move on to win their 11th straight Bundesliga title. It's, it's messed up because I shut the Dortmund game off with 2-1 and uh, left my house for uh, whatever we were doing on Saturday. Um, and then they Dortmund ended up tying it in the 96th. Yeah. So if they could have gotten that equalizer, you know, a few minutes earlier, yep. um, it really could have been so different. But my bone to pick with Dortmund is... Uh, Jude Bellingham being hurt and not being able to play, obviously, that was probably tough, yeah. the biggest loss on the team. Yeah, you know? without a doubt. You know, he's, he's your, your star player in attack, has incredible leadership abilities, or, you know, yeah, I w- that's what I would say. Incredible leadership abilities for a 19-year-old. Um, and when you lose somebody of that caliber as a, a captain or a leader... You got to replace him not just with somebody who plays his position, but it's got to be somebody who's able to keep the team grounded, energized, um, and lead the team the way that he does when he's on the field. And so to keep Marco Royce on the bench, uh, even though he's not your star guy anymore, you have younger, quicker wingers that you could use. Um, To not bring on somebody who's going to lead the team from the first minute was shocking to me. Yeah. And it, maybe you could argue Mats Hummels is that presence, but he's at center back. And yeah. what 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 is he going to do to to provide inspiration to in create chances? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he does okay honestly for a center back with the outside the foot and um getting his presence known in uh, on attacking set pieces. But it was just a no-brainer for me to start somebody like there's nobody in that stadium where, stadium where a win would have meant more. Yeah. Oh to yeah. To Marco Royce, and Without he's on the sideline. Yeah. You know. Didn't make yes, sense. Yes, he's my favorite player, but you can't. I mean, from a coaching tactic, he's the most motivated person in the stadium. He should have been subbed in when they went down two nil in the first instantly, half. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah. He yeah. should. And Bellingham was. Um, he was. He was on the substitute. Um, list he could have went in they could have put him in yeah but i guess do you want to risk not being career, able to sell him you know yeah. you know for one game even though it's a title game and he's already out the door could you imagine what would have happened if he got seriously injured from his little injury yeah so yeah i understand that more it was definitely tough 
tough to watch. I can imagine you being a Dortmund fan, tough for the result. Um, I think, I think they pull it back. I think they have a good season next year. I don't know what goes on with Bayern. There's rumors that Kimmich is going to leave. There's rumors that um, um, I actually saw something. What's his name? Thomas Muller might leave. I saw that. Um, I saw that Joao Cancelo's most definitely leaving after his loan. It's they might not they might be bent out of shape. I mean Neuer coming back might be a benefit for them. You know, obviously Bundesliga's sake, they have the team to obviously they have the team to win Bundesliga. Maybe for the twelfth time. But I think their main concern is Champions League and where that leaves them. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think, I don't see them anymore as, you know, they don't have this prolific striker, you know, um, ch- uh, what is it, Chupo Moting? Yeah. Good good player. Right. Nothing against him. He's just not Lenandowski. Mm-hmm. And you can't, no one's going to sit here and pretend he's Lenandowski. It's, it's pointless to pretend that's an argument. And they just, they seem a little weak in certain positions that they never used to be weak in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even the they have star star wingers in Coman, Gnabry, Sané, Mane, but none of those guys are Frank Ribery or Robin, yeah. you know, consistently dominating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they need, they have some work to do, too, if they want to. Stay at the level they're at and reach the heights they want to go to. Yeah, should be interesting. Um, Union Berlin makes Premier, I mean, uh, Champions League. They qualify. Dortmund qualify. Obviously, Bayern qualify. And uh, who's the. They finished third. In Leverkusen? The, you said them? No, Leverkusen finished um, sixth. Let's see. Union Berlin, Leipzig, Dortmund, and Munich are in oh, the top four. RB Leipzig, yeah, yeah, my bad. You good? Yeah. Um. So should be some good German teams coming into this Champions League next year. We saw, um, PSG clinch League One, another title for them, another title for Messi. Lens finishing second, first ever, uh, Champions League qualification for them should be really exciting. Celtic. Take the Scottish League Premier, uh, I think it's called like the Premier Scottish Premier League. Yeah, so they win that. They're qualified in. Right now, we're kind of just waiting on Syria. Um, obviously, Napoli's in. Lazio might be in. I think AC Milan and Inter are pretty much uh, locks at this point. There's a couple scenarios where they could possibly not make it in. Depending on how their last weekend goes, which is this upcoming weekend, I think the I think the top four for Serie A is solidified. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Top four solidified. My bad. Um, but for, the yeah the European Tim, spots and the Conference League. Yeah, that's is, still up for grabs. It's solidified. The only difference would be Juve could take a Europa League spot instead of Atla- Atlanta or Roma. Yeah. But. They're all definitely playing some sort of Europe European football. Yeah, and then they have a little tight relegation battle going on between uh, Spezia and Hellos Verona, uh, both tied on points. Hellos Verona being down 
Um, four goal differential. How are they tied on points? That doesn't make sense. They have less points, but for some reason they're below them. Doesn't make sense. I'm not going to get too deep into Serie A right now. But uh, La Liga, Barcelona, Champions, Real Madrid, Atletico, and I believe Sociedad are in. Let me see. Which should be uh, some also... It's going to be another fun uh, Champions League qualif- uh Sociedad. Yeah, Sociedad's in. It's going to be some fun group stage games that we have going on. Since Bayern Munich and uh, Barcelona both won their groups, they, I mean their leagues, they cannot be placed in the same group, which is really good news for Barcelona. Yeah, because that's somebody they typically see. But yeah. I mean, maybe they get them in the first round of knockouts. True. Yeah. As long as, you know, depends. If they finish, both finish first in their groups, they, they won't. Can. But then after that, they can. But I feel like for two years in a row, they were in the same group. Yeah, they play each other a lot in the Champions League, I think. Yeah, and uh, Bayern Munich definitely has their number. So, big stuff all around the league. And uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about these games coming up. Um, the Sevilla-Roma game for the Europa League final. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I think I have a feeling it's going to go to extra time. I have a feeling it's going to be an extra time game when Jose Mourinho, if he wins this game, even though it's Europa League, he would still be the most European decorated coach in history. And uh, with seven titles. Because he also won... With Porto and United, the Europa League. Porto, I think he won Champions League. With. He also won Champions League. Oh, he League. won both? Yeah. So he's he has his number with a decent amount of teams winning Champions League too, right? He won with Inter. Inter. He won with Porto. So that's already four. Um, did he win with... He won uh, Europa League with Chelsea. With Chelsea. So... This would be, I'm pretty sure, his seventh t- European title would make him the most decorated um, European coach in in history, which is crazy to think about, even though it is the Europa League. But then for Sevilla's standpoint, they've been to nine Europa League finals or seven Europa League finals, haven't lost one. Yeah, that's that was going to be my, uh, my point was... Jose has an amazing record in finals, and Sevilla has an amazing record and is kind of the king of the Europa League. Yeah. So it's it's going to be tight. I don't think there will be a lot of goals. Yeah, no, me neither. And uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah. I have a feeling, I'm, I'm saying Roma 2-1 extra time. I think it's going to end 1-1 extra time. Roma put one away. 117th minute, right before PKs. Love it. Is Tammy Abraham healthy? I think he is. And so is Polo Dybala. So he's going to be playing um, Pellegrini. Dude, I think Pellegrini might have a amazing game. They really just have to defensively shut down Ensonare. And if they shut down um, the Moroccan, I think they're going to have a, a good game. Um there's a really good player on Sevilla. He will be suspended due to a red card. 
but they still have Acuno. They still have Upacampos. They have some good players, man. Sevilla is not a team to sleep on. Definitely not. Definitely not in the Europa League, but yeah, I mean, the fact that they were as low as they were um, for so long in La Liga was crazy. Everybody was surprised. Yeah. They got your boy Adnan Januzaj. Do they still have... <laughs> they have Ratitich. Uh... They signed Isco. Oh, no, Isco is gone. Jesus Navas is classic. Ivan Rakitic is classic. They have... They, they do have a good game. And, uh, you know, if... It's their weird team, too, though. Only for the sake that... At home... Uh, um, Jose... Jose Navas. That's who I'm thinking of. Jesus uh, Navas? Jesus Navas, yeah. Alex Tellez. Um, but, you know, when they play at home, they're absolutely incredible. Their outside backs are really good. Yeah. Acuna and Montiel. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, like we said, it'll be tight. It'll be edgy. Mourinho's going to do something to to take the spotlight for himself a little bit, which I can't wait to see what it is, whether it be a celebration or a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> he gets red carded off the field. Right, yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. What, what do you, if you had to give a score prediction, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I, can both teams win? Is that an option? Um, I mean, you know, if you were in elementary school now, yes. You're right, yeah, participation trophies. Yeah. I think I'd rather see... Jose get get a trophy, um, and uh, and Tammy Abraham. If Tammy Abraham could score, uh, it would be amazing. He still has a buyback clause at Chelsea for um, it would be the ripoff of the century, but an eighty million uh, buyback clause if Chelsea wanted to sign him again. Damn, I was hoping he would have uh, grew and matured the way Lukaku did when he went into Serie A. Yeah. Um, well, he but, he was battling with injuries a little bit, um, but I, yeah, I think you know, eighty million would be so stupid. He is a very like I've seen, like uh, I forgot who who scored off of it, but he had this turn against his, Leverkusen. His hold up play for Dude, the center it, forward is nice. It's crazy good. And, like, he's so good at, like, controlling the ball and then turning right away and shooting. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Roma. Roma 2-1 extra time. Uh, yeah, I didn't give a score. I'm going to say Roma and PKs. Oh, I love it. 1-1 or 0-0? 0-0. Nah, 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 nah. 1-1. Tammy's got to get a goal. Yeah. Yeah, I would hate for it to uh, be a very anti... But I mean, listen, anti-climatic to the rest of the world. There are people who are just looking for a game about goals enjoyable for us. We enjoy... I don't mind a 0-0 game, especially yeah, in like a title know, if game. If it's good. Yeah. If it's not one team passing around the back and then the other team passing around the back. Yeah. Should be interesting. I think... <clears throat> I don't think you'll get a a, t- a boring game yeah, in a neither. final with these two teams. No. Nah, very explosive. Um, Dybala's a magician. Dybala's a magician. Pellegrini. 
this could be career defining for Dybala because he has not reached the heights that he was. Um, what's the word? Like everybody expected him to reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was a golden child. He was the heir to Messi um, for Argentina. And if he has a good game and takes it by the scruff of the neck and kind of says, look, I'm, I st- I'm still here. I still got it. Um, maybe he gets a, a nice move or maybe Roma start building something around him, which they already are a little bit. Yeah. But I've seen that Mourinho might be leaving as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So it'll it'll be interesting, and there's a lot of opportunity for some guys on the field. Yeah, and also to make it even more of an interesting game, if either team wins this, whatever team wins this, uh, they automatically qualify for Champions League. And as of right now, um, both Ro- of them are out. Yeah, Roma's only qualified somewhat for Europa League for Europa at League least. again. At least, At least Europa League, yeah. Sevilla's in 11th, not qualified for anything. So, a lot, of, lot of pressure edge. on it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Sevilla players are going to get a nice bonus if they win tomorrow. Yeah, and we're talking about Sevilla, who won last year's Europa League. And then and there was a year break where I think United won it. Um, United won it against Ajax and... But then they had like a two or three year run. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so this year they were in Champions League, finished third above Copenhagen in their group stage. They were in a group with Manchester City and Dortmund. They finished third. They played maybe, no, not Salzburg. I forgot who they played their first game. But, you know, if you finish third in Champions League, you, you go into basically the round of 32. For Europa. For Europa. Dude, that's what this that's how this team stays alive in Europe. Is alright, we won Europa, but maybe we didn't finish well in our in our league. Well, we're in Champions League next year. All we all we have to do is finish third and we get to play Europa again and maybe win it. Mm-hmm. That's right. how they stay alive. They've just been staying alive, man. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Staying alive. Should be an amazing game. Can't wait for tomorrow. Um one last thing before we get into this um, Manchester Derby FA Cup final. Um, United States men's U20 made it through quarterfinal four, bound, baby. Big 4-0 dub. 4-0 dub against New Zealand. Yeah, that's good to see. Very good to see. Uh, last time, last U20's World Cup, they get knocked out by Ecuador in the quarterfinals. So... Hopefully they can blow past. Uh, I don't even know who they would have to play matched up. Let's just check it out quick. And um, it looks like they're going to have to take on the winner of Gabon, uh, uh, Gayambi, and Uruguay. So that game is on... Gambia and Uruguay. Yeah. yeah, that game's on Thursday, and then the USA game would be on Sunday. Sunday. So... Let's go. I can't wait. Going to be a big game. Dude, they could also... It'd be sick to see them go against Brazil. Yeah. In the semis. Oh, that would be awesome. It's just... Yeah. It's honestly a good time for footy. Yeah. You know, it's sad that we have the off-season among us, but... Hey, listen. This is the part of the season you watch for. All yeah. year you watch for this to see what happens. And then the U-20 World Cup's just a nice little... Nice little bonus. Yeah. 
on yeah. a side treat, dessert. Women's World Cup this summer. That'll be good. That'll be good. Hopefully, you know, the women's, USA women's can take it home again. What would it be their fifth title? I'm not sure. I think it's either their, it would be either their fourth or their fifth. I think it's their, it would be their fifth. I think they're currently sitting at four World Cup titles. So hopefully they could take it home. And uh, we have Gold Cup. You know how interesting Gold Cup's going to be with the amount of Americans that have just been sprouting their little wings and leaves throughout every league throughout the world? Yeah. Everyone, bro. Every team now is buying United States players because they love how hard they work. Dude, Miguel Amaron. We're talking about a player that was on Atlanta United and had a great season with Atlanta and now is on Newcastle. Playing in Champions League? Come on, man. These players are good, man. We, we, America, man. From the MLS, you're saying. America! Fuck yeah! Yeah, from the MLS. Yeah, no, the MLS has potential. Um, I'm sure if I watched it more, I think it was better. Well, I mean, think about it, too. This summer, bro. What else are you going to watch on Saturday? Yeah. Baseball? No, put on MLS, bro. I actually have watched more baseball this year than I ever have. I've been watching a lot of baseball <laughs> as well. But no, I agree. You're going to have to get your, your daily dose of footy. And, yeah. Um, Saturday's MLS. Dude, we just, we just got to go to games, but we, we will. Yeah, we will. We will. Definitely. All right, but let's jump into this. Let, let's really think about this one. Um, Manchester City. Manchester United. FA Cup final. What's on the line? A treble. That's only been completed by maybe six teams in the world. Maybe. Maybe even less than that. I know uh I know Ajax done it one year. What were they win the Champions League, their league and their domestic cup? Mm-hmm. I know Barcelona done it, Bayern Munich, United. Um, I, fe- I have a feeling Real Madrid has done it. Inter. Inter. And Bar- did you say Barca? Yeah. Yeah, because fun fact, Samuel Eto is the only player to win it with two different clubs. It's crazy. He did it with uh, Barca and Inter. It's absolutely insane. And I think he did it like back-to-back years. Wow. I mean... If you could find me one of those Cameroon cut-off jerseys, Samuel Eto, I'll give you my entire savings account. <laughs> that shit is fresh. Yeah, they wore sick. they wore cutoffs as their jerseys during a, uh, a so international cool. tournament. Yeah, that's awesome. It wasn't even there. Like I have an Ivory Coast training top. Yeah, that's a cutoff. An AC Milan, PSG, whatever. But to have an actual jersey, number ten, Samuel Eto'o, that would be unreal. Yeah, like I almost rather that than like the tight Puma jerseys, you know. Well, and it's Puma. Oh, it is Puma. Yeah, drip King, you know. Yeah, this guy this guy was a beast. Yo, Samuel Eto. Everyone remembers playing with Eto in FIFA, bro. Oh yeah. Dude, he was like the GOAT. Like he was your GOAT. You only played with Cameroon. Or no, Cota the oh, nah, Cameroon. Yeah, Cameroon. You only played with Cameroon to use Eto. That was it. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. You know? Same what yeah, no. Yeah. We just, the I don't want to go for in. Drugba. No, because uh, I was going to say I don't want to go there because I could just list off the Ivory Coast players. <laughs> but. Who else was on Ivory Coast? The uh, uh, Gervinho, Dumbia, uh, 
Czech Tioti. Who are the uh, two brothers? The uh, Yaya Torre, Colo yeah, Torre. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Now. Ivory Coast has some some ballers. Yeah, just uh, so everyone he- hears this first. Um, that's a nice plane. Um, next team to come out of Africa that will win a World Cup will be Nigeria. Nigeria. It will be Nigeria. They have such a good team. Dude, Nigeria, uh, African soccer is on the rise. It is. I mean, you saw Samuel Eto'o with some crazy prediction about like four African teams being in the World Cup semifinals this past year or something. Yeah. But Morocco was one of those teams. Yeah. Morocco, these countries aren't super third world anymore. No. They're developing. They're on the rise. Um, yes, there are parts that you know still need uh, loads of help. There's parts in America right. and, and England. Okay, that's why and, I didn't even I mean? want to say it. But it's true. It's uh, yeah. Every country it's, has to deal with it. The they're hitting the you know technology revolution or that we went through twenty thirty years ago. Yep. And <clears throat> who's to say they don't get the uh, resources to start asserting themselves in world football? Yeah. Even more. Even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's gonna be insane within the next couple of years. Um, all these teams that have been beloved and glorified throughout their hospice years throughout the soccer world. I mean, dude, you look at England. You look at Scotland, bro. Scotland used to be like a world power. Hungary used to be a world Hungary, power. Hungary yeah, was sick. You know, well, Pukas. Puskas, fire. Puskas. And yeah. I said the other night when we were sitting outside, um, he was Russian. But I'm pretty sure. Nah, I might have been right. We're not going to go there. Go ahead. But yeah, Farron Puskas <clears throat> from Hungary. Yeah. There's just been so many teams throughout the, the history of the, the sport that, at least nationality-wise, if we're going to talk about national teams, have gone through the the times of being powerhouse i mean dude for the longest time argentina wouldn't play against teams in your in uh in uh, tournaments throughout the world they refused because of i don't even know why they they refused to go to matches i think there was like a corrupt match once and it never get it never got relegated so they said we're not playing in any tournaments but what, who's to say, like, why, you know, all these other countries, like we just talked about, like Ghana, Cameroon, Costa de, Costa de Ivory, not that they weren't involved. I guess you could kind of say they weren't involved in the creation of the beautiful game at the time, but you developed your, you develop your own culture around the sport. I was just going to say, with that comes changes to the current yep. beautiful game, you know, and they'll, they'll have their own imprint on it. Yep. Yeah, and it's fun, bro. It's going to be sick. I mean, the Nigerian team, just a couple of players that I know, like we just say, Awoni, Usiman, probably just two players I could just name off my head. But yeah, if I, if I went into their squad... Yeah, if you, I mean, I would, you looked at FIFA cards, you would be yeah. excited to draw Nigeria in a, in a three-random international matchup. Yeah, they're going to be they're gonna be a fun team. Hopefully they can qualify for this next World Cup coming up 2026. U.S., baby. U.S. And Mexico. And Canada. One of the worst symbols I've ever seen in my life, but... I didn't see the symbol. I just can't believe they're going to put the, the players through that sort of travel for the tournament. Yeah, should that just is be, crazy. Should just be East Coast of all three, 
or like central all three yeah that way they at least they're not going through different time zones yeah but to travel to you know from new york to la and then play a game three days later seems a little unfair it is i mean granted these guys are professionals they're getting paid to play a game but if you want to see the the best of the best you know accommodate it will be a longer tournament oh yeah because they are including more teams this year. All right. Well, the next World Cup, only groups of three. And um, that I don't know if that's been finalized yet, but that's what I've heard. So maybe they'll have the time to rest more. You know, let's say if you play and instead of having two days off, you have three or four. Yeah, true. Might It might help. And, you know, obvi- like you said, yeah, you need a, okay, uh, you know, we need this... This team's playing in California. Their next game's scheduled in, um, you know, MetLife or whatever. Ah, we're we're going to make their game be one of the later games so they have the time to right. recuperate. But I can't wait. But to talk about Saturday. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We went way off track there. No, you're good. So to get into it, City taking on United. FA Cup, treble inbound, possibly. Do United have enough to hold the Premier League title winners to the end and hopefully come out with a win? I think they do. I think it'll be a game of who makes the first mistake. Who's going to, you know, City players are, are amazing. But you've seen City players have big mistakes in big games. Yeah. Um, but United's more prone to those mistakes. Uh, so if United could just keep it clean, stay compact, um, I think it's got to be pretty perfect, a perfect display from United. Yeah. Whereas if United get a goal ahead, I'm not going to count City out. If City get a goal, goal ahead, uh, there's a chance, depending on how the game is going, that I count United out, like, yeah. even if it's an early goal. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I think it really comes down to dominating the midfield and how good... I mean, the formation that Pep has almost evolutionized himself is unbelievable. It's one of the greatest formations in modern time. It's almost impossible to build any other counter-attacking offense into it. Mm-hmm. Just the way he utilizes his outside backs, forces them up with the forwards. So now they're almost attacking with six, seven people. He's inverting the pyramid. He's inverting the pyramid, literally. And, uh, you know, the way he uses Rodri in the middle. um, John Stones. John Stones in the middle. Maybe he'll make an appearance. You know, Akanji is a beast. Plays anywhere across the back line. Uh, yeah, they're so fast in the back. Ruben Diaz maybe, maybe is one of the weakest links, but not that weak compared to the rest of the league, compared to the rest of the world, maybe just in the city lineup. But, you know, they. in my opinion, this is how I'm looking at it. I look at it as, I mean, it's actually funny too. They Some guy did interviews at, at, at the Etihads and was interviewing... City players, uh, fans, and ask them, would you rather lose to United in the FA Cup final or be guaranteed a win uh, in the Champions League final? And they all said, 
No, no, no. We're not losing. We can't lose to United. I'd rather lose in the Champions League. I final. wouldn't expect that answer. I'd expect guaranteed Champions League. That's what I thought. But all these City fans would rather City win the FA Cup final and lose in Champions League than if they lost to United in the FA Cup and then won Champions League. So it gives me like a little hope where I'm like, maybe they're a little scared. Maybe they're a little scared. We beat them 2-1 earlier this year in a crazy comeback win. Jack Grealish with a goal, 76th minute, didn't matter. Who put the first goal in? Was it... Um, I'm going to guess Rashford, but... I think he or had... Casemiro had big goals this season. Yeah, I think Rashford had the second goal. I'm trying to think who had the first. I can't remember. Um, I think it was Sancho. I think Sancho put one in. I'd love to see him take off yeah go ahead i just hope i think they're scared i think they know what united can do this was before pep kind of introduced his formation i think eric ten hog can find little pocket points of where to attack you know um are they gonna play jack Grealish or are they gonna play phil foden if they play jack Grealish? Defensively, they're covered. If they play Phil Foden, you kind of have an open side on Akanji's side if yeah. if he's not tracking back. And, uh, you know, obviously, is Kyle Walker going to play? They have a big Champions League game against Inter. If Kyle Walker's not playing, Granacho, Sancho, that's a good wing for them to play mm-hmm. against, uh, 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 not Cole Lewis. It's Lewis something. Rico Lewis. Rico Lewis. If they play Rico Lewis, because they played him in the last game, maybe to get him some reps ready for this FA Cup. So I'm not too sure if maybe the fans would rather that. I don't know if Pep would rather win the FA Cup instead of the Champions League. So I don't know what kind of formation they're going to come into, who's going to start for City. I would I would hope they're taking the we need to win the game that's in front of us. Yeah, yeah. You know, for, if I was a city fan or mm-hmm. for, as a soccer fan, I would hope it's this game's here, this game's right now. This is the game we need to win. Forget about Champions League for now for the next 3 hours that we're we're at the stadium. Um and why wouldn't you? You know, you have the players where if somebody gets hurt, uh somebody's going to be yeah, I feel bad for him. He he's hurt. His he, season's over. But this is my time now. You know, for Phil Foden, if if that were to happen to, in in that type of situation, uh, so they really need to just feel their strongest and best eleven. Yeah. Um, that that's my approach on it. I mean, I'm just a JV coach, but uh, <laughs> hey, it all translates. Right. Exactly. You gotta yeah. take you gotta take it game by game. It, it's a saying that every coach I've ever had has said. Hey, this is a game in front of us. We don't worry about anything else. This is a game we got to win. Yeah. But do you think about it? Like, let's say United are going to... They don't have another game. They're, they're not winning another title. This is the last title they can win. What if they... Not, not saying that they're going to do it purposefully, but what if they just get into some hard tackles? What if Luke Shaw catches some with some good studs? Casimiro takes out De Bruyne right As they bef- should. I mean, not trying to hurt anybody, not, but they need I'm playing to the game. assert yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to assert aggressive dominance in this game or else City will walk all over us. Just like how when City blew the lid off them 
in the 6-3 win early into the EPL season, United looked disheveled. They they looked weak. Mm-hmm. They they looked they weren't pressing. They weren't on anyone's backs. That second game happens at Old Trafford. They were right be- right between the numbers every play. Right between the numbers on their back. You get a little choppy fouls. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. The whole game's gonna be a, a choppy f- fouled game. I mean, even against United versus uh, Brighton in the the semifinals. I think there was like 30 fouls the whole game. It's a lot of fouls. Holds up play, gives you a little time to recuperate, get back into the nice men- like momento you were just into, and maybe take it to him. Um, big, big injury for United, Anthony Martial's out. So I, in my opinion, in my hopeful opinion, I hope that's I hope all that means is that Rashford goes up to a striker, Sancho, Antony. No, Antony's out too. So I'm hoping Garnacho, Garnacho, Sancho, Sancho maybe Pelgreski uh, P- P- um, comes in. But I, Watt Wakehurst can't be in the game. Agreed. He can't. He can't do it. I if if Aaron Tedcog puts in Watt Wakehurst, the game's done. It's the lost clause at that point. So if you ever see that in, bet City heavy, 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 heavy. And maybe no more goals from United. Next goal, City. Next goal after that, City. But he can't do it, man. I mean, I think Lindelof has a good game. I think him and Varane starting, they're going to... Uh, they're getting comfortable. They're getting comfortable with each other. Dude, Wambasaka playing some good footy. Luke Shaw's playing some good footy. It really comes down to if Casimiro, Bruno, and I'm hoping Erickson, if he could do it. I know uh, Sabitzer is out for the season, so they're really they're pretty hurt and pretty bad in the midfield right now. Yeah, why well, you don't think Erickson has a full ninety in him? No, not anymore. Is he? He's somewhat back from injury, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's class. He's very class. He's very class, but come. 65th, 70th minute. He's just not it. <laughs> you don't want to go to Scott McTominay. You don't. I'd rather go to Fred than Scott McTominay. But who knows? Scott McTominay scored a he has half, big moments. He he scored a half field shot against City. City. Yeah, not half field, but like a far far shot. It was yeah, it was deep. Yeah, just reading Ederson and yo. If Ederson plays like he did against Real Madrid. It's going to be a very tough game for United, but dude, they they lost to Brentford this last game. Thomas Frank, one of the first coaches to ever get the double on Manchester City. On Pep. On Pep. Yeah. Not Manchester City, on Pep, yeah. A lot of teams have gotten the double on Manchester City, but on Pep, got the double. That's got to be a little demoralizing. Going um, into the last game. Going into, yeah, going into one of their last games of the season. Who knows? I'm saying, if I had to give my prediction right now, Q, and the fans, whoever is listening, uh, PKs. United. United win on PKs. I'm going to go City 2-1. Uh, to one. Normal time? Normal time. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one, PK win United. And we'll see, man. I mean, who misses the PK for City? 
De Gea doesn't save PKs. Nah, it's going to be someone who shanks it. Um, They're all pretty class. Uh, if I had to pick one person just out of spite, Jack, Jack Grealish or Kyle Walker, either one of them two, or Holland. Or oh, the, man. Imagine. You know? I think uh, United, they have some really good PK takers. They went into a, a a PK shootout already this season. Everyone scored. I have trust in their finishing ability. People who I never used to have trust in, like Sancho, Rashford, due to their uh, when they were in the Euro uh, the Euro finals mm-hmm. and they missed. You know, there's some people you're just like ah, I don't trust them anymore, but. They proved me wrong. I, I didn't think we were going to win that PK shootout against uh, Brighton. And they, they pulled it out. And, um, yeah, I think I think it goes back. I could see um, I could see Sancho getting a goal in this game. Probably Holland. Maybe Jack Grealish. We we're going to play it. Rian Mahrez. Yeah, Mahrez. Fucking Gundogan, bro. Yeah, he's on fire. It's fucking crazy. But I, I think... Uh, they hold him. I think De Gea is going to be playing out of his mind. I think he plays lights out. I think he's going to make some incredible saves. This could potentially be his last year. Uh, before they sign a new goalkeeper to take over his spot. I think this will be his last year as the undisputed number one. Yeah. I think he might get... Um, probably there'll be a battle. At the start of the season for the next goalkeeper and him, but he's probably gonna be the tournament goalkeeper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he he'll get every single FA Cup game or he'll get every Champions League game, something where they trust him in. But we don't want to play you every single game. True. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, they're definitely gonna sign a new goalie. Hopefully, Davi Rea, bro. That'd be awesome. I would love. I would love young blood, bro. He's so young. He's like 21, I'm pretty sure. For a keeper, that's incredibly young, yeah. Yeah. And uh, most saves in the Premier League. One of the only three players in the Premier League to play every minute of every game. This year? That's crazy. Who was the, you know who the other two were? No. I forgot. I read it and only paid attention to Davide. Davide. Right. Well, that's yeah. your boy, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You're a little off on his age. 23. I, I, it was a sarcastic little. He's 27. Oh, damn. He's but, old. I mean, a, still a young goalkeeper. Yeah. Still a young goalkeeper. Uh, that's when I feel like goalkeepers come to their They come their to prime. age. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, like their later. It'd be a good signing. It'd be a great signing. Yeah. Well, they definitely, United definitely need a striker. They definitely need a midfielder. And a goalkeeper wouldn't be a bad idea. I think goalkeeper and... Dude, their backup Striker. right now is like Butland, who's hurt. Well, don't they have <laughs> Dean Henderson on loan, or he's gone? He's gone. They gone. they got rid of his contract. Mm. He's permanently in uh, Nottingham. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, Quinton, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. It's good to be back. Flew by. Yeah, man. And uh, hopefully, you know, come. Women's World Cup, Gold Cup time. We'll, we'll you know we'll be start getting some pod podcasts in on a weekly basis. Maybe. Might have to have a. Uh, we should do a live viewing of uh, 
us for the U.S. U20 World Cup game. I'd be down. If, if I could do that, I'm in. We'll stream it on, like, inst- Instagram yeah, Live Instagram or something Live. like that. Yeah. yeah, I'd be down for that. Probably be, what, Sunday? For the well, that's for the, Sunday. Then I can't do it. But. I think it's for the oh, Sunday for the quarterfinal. Um, I don't know when the final would be, but if they make the semifinal against Brazil, then we got to do it. Then we got to do gotta it. Got to do it. All right, folks. Well, that's been World Football Talk. Your host, Ryan DiLorenzo, um, Quinton Volpe. Thanks for coming in, as always. Of course. Um, we're gonna go to Quentin's game today, actually. Semifinal and hopefully final, and hopefully the boys on Atletico Madrid take it home. But tough season for the boys, but we have a chance to forget about it all tonight. I listen, I did a good job coaching last night, did I not? How oh, spot on. Did people listen it to it? It was our best performance that we've had all season. I felt once I told you guys, like, yo, stop playing with the ball in dangerous zones and Stop letting them find the middleman. But then, like, I think people started seeing the, the the one guy in the middle start poking in every time. And everyone was kind of like, oh, yeah, he is open all the time. Yeah, well, we, we had to follow him around for, more for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it good win. Good win to make playoffs. It's going to be a good night tonight. Yes, sir. We're going to win. We're going to win the title, baby. <laughs> all right, folks. Good, good, uh, good talking to you. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Rah.